Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, August 19th. We got our Deshaun Watson resolution Talked about it on Cowherd Show yesterday for probably two hours. So I'm not that keen on checking in on Deshaun Watson. He got 11 games. Um, I don't think the Browns are a playoff team. I think if you bet them on the hope that Watson would only get six games, you're screwed. Uh, I do believe that Jacoby Brissett can probably go 3-1 and one or 4-0. But if he doesn't go 4-0, he's got to find... Two more wins. I think Miami could maybe be a win, maybe New England. But it, it just doesn't look good. The schedule's brutal. Uh, Watson could finish strong down the stretch, but this, I just, I, I'm, I'm not believing it, folks. I think Cleveland's done. Um, you know, I, I'm happy Watson's ordeal's over. His first game back, uh, obviously against the Texans, is fascinating. But I don't know. I'm kind of bored with the resolution now that we have the answer. That being said, unrelated to the NFL, I played a round of golf. My first round of golf in 2022 on Thursday, um, I played with three guys who were very good. Uh, one of them is my brother-in-law, who belongs to a country club in Jersey and plays a lot. And I could, you know, I could tell on the first hole that I was going to be in some trouble because 
you know, I wanted to go last. Obviously, the guy who is the member at this country club went first, and he, I don't know if he, it was unclear. He either walked on to USC or played for them for a year, but then didn't travel. Either way, he's really good at golf. He said he's a three handicap. His first shot off the tee is perfect down the straight, down the fairway. I don't know, 250 yards? So the next guy comes up. His first shot just slammed right down the middle. I'm like, geez, this is. And then, you know, my brother-in-law comes up. Boom, perfect shot. And I'm like, gosh, the pressure's on. You know, we're right there at the clubhouse. And I just, I did not deliver on my first drive. And I, and I you know, obviously, I don't play enough golf. I don't go to the range a lot. I had that one good outing at Top Golf um, that I was posting about. But it was just like, you know, I just did not play great. But it was good to get on the golf course. A four-hour round, you got a drink at the turn. Um, had a nice meal afterward. It is good to play golf. I My hands have all these sores because I'm gripping the club like I'm choking someone out. Um, golf is tough. Uh, it's a little more frustrating and humbling than, say, tennis or basketball or soccer. But um, it was fun to get out there on the golf course. And I almost think at, at this point, it's maybe a sport I need to take up in the quote-unquote off-season from hoops. Um, I, I am going to be playing some tennis. Um, I'm joining a tennis ladder. But it, golf, it just takes a lot of time. It's very time-consuming. It can be expensive. It's a tough sell for me to go to the wife and say, hey, I'm going to go play golf. I'll see you in six hours on a Saturday. But if I go play basketball, it's like, hey, I will uh, go play hoops. I'll be home in 90 minutes. You know, it's just, it's very different. Anyways, we're heading into the weekend. We got some eh, blah preseason NFL games. We have a great guest, fortunately, to make it all good. Bernie Frado checking in from Vegas, talking about NFL futures, NFL week one. Uh, we get into some teasers for week one. Um, as I as I say to Bernie, I will be headed to Vegas. I got my ticket. I'm going to be headed there in a couple weeks to make some wagers for the um Week one and upcoming season, and then I'm signing up for the uh, Super Contest. I think the purse is $5.3 million this year. <sighs> fantasy football season's upon us. It's time to start paying attention to fantasy, by the way. So that's where things are. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the interview with Bernie Frado from Fox Sports Radio. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. He is based in Vegas. He is a gambling machine. He hosts a show on Fox Sports Radio. He is Bernie Frado. Bernie, how you doing, man? Uh, Jason, good to be with you, buddy. And it's hard to believe, but three weeks from tonight, Buffalo visits Los Angeles. The Rams defend their championship currently as a two-and-a-half-point underdog. The season is upon us. Yeah, are you surprised? Uh, we'll just start with that since you brought it up. The Rams, two-and-a-half-point dogs at home the night they get their Super Bowl rings, I would imagine. And they will be facing Josh Allen and the favored uh, Buffalo Bills, who are favorites to win the entire Super Bowl. They are. Um, the line, the send-off line a couple months back was the Rams minus one. I think you're seeing a market reaction based on Matt Stafford's elbow situation. Huh. Uh, beyond that, there hasn't been any other real explanation. Uh, not a doubt in my mind, Stafford will be ready to go week one. And all my years in Detroit, um, I've been critical of Matt Stafford, but he plays hurt, and I don't think it's going to be a factor. All right, we got a lot to get to. So, I'm, But you mentioned you think Matt Stafford will be ready for week one. I do have to Absolutely. ask about Joe, Joe Burrow, because this appendicitis appendectomy that he had, 
According to some reports, he lost a lot of weight. He has not been able to practice at all. It's unclear, like, how much cardio he's done, how much he's worked out. Apparently, this is a major surgery. I know nothing about appendixes, Bernie. So uh, is there concern that Joe Burrow, who was so incredible last year leading the Bengals to the Super Bowl, uh, may not be ready for week one, oh, by the way, against Pittsburgh? And that line has not budged. I thought about taking a bite out of Pittsburgh, getting nearly a touchdown. If I remember correctly, Bernie, last year you said divisional dogs in week one yeah. are a smart play. I, I feel like Pittsburgh, I think they got swept by the Bengals last year. I think Pittsburgh has to be the play here. Well, right now, Pittsburgh is a six and a half point underdog. You got a great memory because you've done this two years in a row. And just the last two years, if you'd blindly bet divisional dogs week one, You'd beat about 75%. And this year, uh, I mean, this year there are five divisional dogs, and, and we'll get to those. Uh, but uh, as far as Joe Burrow, uh, he's still got almost three and a half weeks to be ready. He, he did return uh, to practice yesterday, and I think they'll bring him along slowly. And uh, remember last year, he had, a, he had a labor situation. He had major injury last year, and he came back, so – to me, it's a bit of a, a bit of a non-starter, but look, Cincinnati is the returning Super Bowl loser, and those teams sometimes get off the gate a little slow. That was one major preseason trend. Super Bowl losers in their first preseason game, six and twenty-five in the last thirty years, and they got stomped pretty good the other night because they don't really care. Well, I think it'll take a while for Cincinnati to get revved up and not going to sneak up on anybody. So I'm in agreement with you, Jason. Pittsburgh catching almost a touchdown yeah. is probably a good play. Now, now, you said Super Bowl loser, uh, six and twenty-five. Is that straight up? Because I had seen also four and eighteen against the spread in Week One this century. Yeah, six and twenty-five is against the number. It was against wow. the number. That's Week One for preseason. I, I'm a big fan of the preseason uh, because how? When are you ever going to find a professional contest between two teams where one side wants to win and the other side doesn't really care, <laughs> and another side plays with stars and another side doesn't, and then you've got situations. Or you've got one quarterback room, and the guy who's in second, you know, number two or number three, he's already had 40 starts in the NFL, and he's lining up against the defense. Guys will be working at Napa Auto Parts next week. So <laughs> the, preseason, the preseason is not, you know, normal. Uh, but, yeah, to your, I'm glad you clarified that. It's against the spread. Uh, Napa Auto Parts, they now want to sponsor on the podcast, uh, Bernie. They first ever mention of Napa Auto Parts on the podcast. Um, <laughs> let me ask you about preseason. You know, I, I listen, I, I played a we're recording this Thursday night um, and I just played a long round of golf. I missed the Bears Seahawks preseason game. I didn't get to watch Geno Smith uh, against Nathan Peterman. I've watched very little preseason outside of my Jets. I'm just curious where you are on preseason. Do you use it as a gauge as a football gambler or is it just all overblown? It's just stuff to talk about because we're now close to the football season. Yeah, you, you, it's the latter, Jason. Uh, the preseason, honestly, it means nothing. Uh, I covered the greatest NFL preseason team of all time, the 2008 Lions. They were 4-0 <laughs> that year. They outscored their opponents 80-32, to didn't allow more than 10 points in any game, and they proceeded to go 0-16 during the regular season. And they had a lot of people fooled. I finally made my decision at that point. Preseason results mean nothing. Preseason stats mean nothing. And I know we're seeing guys put up some good numbers and everybody went gaga over Kenny Pickett. All I can say, Jason, is if I had a nickel for every time somebody told me the hype was real based on someone who flashed in the preseason, 
Elon Musk would be mowing my lawn. <laughs> Elon Musk. However, Dave right. and Robert, <laughs> however, there's money to be made in the preseason. And as you saw week one, the over went 14 and three. That's after going under 15 and two week one last year. So what changed? First of all, a couple things. The average total line for the week one games this year was 33.5. Now, the thing that really changed the most was referees are told to be on the lookout for illegal use of hands. There were 16 illegal use of hands penalties called in week one. There were all, to get that some perspective, there were only 36 illegal use of hands penalties called the entire regular season last year. So every time that, you know, that happens, it moves the chains, it moves the downs. So you knew there'd be a market adjustment, and there was. The total on the Bears-Seahawks game tonight, 39 and a half. I took a flyer on the under for half a unit, had to, had to sweat out. No way. <laughs> you... That's a big adjustment. From so, 33 to 39 and a half. So there's always, it's all about information, 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 who the starter is going to play, which coaches like to win, which ones don't. Right. And it's all been pretty well publicized. But hold on, Bernie, I, a question about that. Um, first of all, we're not going to see six point moves in the regular season. Um, unless it's a massive wind situation. Um, but, you know, congratulations on, on hitting a preseason wager. <laughs> I, I, I'm impressed. Now, uh, people are going to hear like, oh, wow, you got information. Like a lot of gamblers out there, obviously, are going to be looking for said information. Can you talk a little bit about where you get most of your information from? And listen, I'm not asking for sources, obviously, but are you beating the bushes with people you've known for forever? Are you reading something online? Are you on social media? Just talk a little bit about that process. Well, certainly there's a lot of beating the bushes with the, with the Rolodex I have, if they still have that term. But I'll give you an example. As you well know through the years, John Harbaugh likes to win, right? He's now won 21 in a row, and he's 19-2 and two against the number. So, by the way, they're probably a fade this week, and it's not, you wouldn't chase it now. They're laying seven in Arizona. That's now down to five and a half. Hmm. Here's another situation. Here's other information. In the, it's rare when you see a line in the preseason of six or more points. If you do, you blindly take the six or more points, and you're covering about 78% of the time. That's all part of the information. The other part of the information, you got, for instance, first-year coaches. You have 10 first-year coaches this year. They all want to win their first game because you have a situation where they want to prove they were the right hire, et cetera. They went four and one this past weekend, and there were three games where the first-year coaches faced off against each other, so you got to throw those out. That's all part of the information. Guys like Andy Reid will tell you. He's done this two years in a row now. He plays his starters, Jason, the entire first quarter. So I had the Chiefs minus two and a half versus the Bears last Sunday in the first half. They led 14 to nothing at the half, ended up losing the game. So a lot of this has become generalized. I think if you shop around, there's a lot of pretty good podcasts out there, including yours. You have situations where a lot of this isn't, isn't really a secret anymore. And then so what you have to do at, at that point is find yourself a situation where the, the lining has adjusted or perhaps it's over-adjusted and therefore you take advantage of the market move and the market inefficiency. Got it. Uh, you First-year coaches, I just want to drill down quickly. I am overly bullish on Kevin O'Connell. Probably part of the whole, uh, if you have a cup of coffee with McVay, you will automatically be successful in the NFL. Um, other than O'Connell, anybody jump out at you as a first-year coach 
perhaps a Brian Dable, uh, Doug Peterson, who's been around the block before. And who do you think you will be uh, betting on as a first year coach this year? Jason, I'm glad you keep me up on Brian Dable because first year coaches are absolutely, you know, certainly a, a, a crapshoot. I mean, Matt Eberflus might be a good coach. I don't think he's going to have a hell of a lot to work with in, in Chicago there. I'm not a Josh McDaniels fan. All you have to do is look at the Bill Belichick tree. The Raiders' offense, offensive line ranks 28th, and their defensive line ranks 23rd. They, they have problems on the defensive backfield. Don't like that hype. But I'm really glad you brought up Brian Dable. Because not only do I believe, uh, Jason, that the Giants are going to be more competitive this year and they're going to be a play-on team, they're 8-1 to one to win the NFC East. I actually think it's worth taking a flyer, and I'll explain why. And, and in a minute, I'll get to the fact that I really think the Cowboys are going to sink like an anvil in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. They're going to, they're going <laughs> off a cliff. So let's go back to the Giants. First of all, in the NFC, you know, it's a weird division. No one has produced a repeat champion in that division since 2004. Brian Dable helped develop Josh Allen in Buffalo. Can he do the same with Daniel Jones? Well, it's going to be a much bigger challenge, but I think he's capable of planning around Jones lack his lack of processing power in the pocket, and I think you'll see a viable offense. But also, the Giants' defense was not that bad last year, and they added a elite pass rusher in Kayvon Thibodeau. But here's the kicker: consider the schedule. The Giants will play games this year against Carolina, Chicago, Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, and Detroit, and they get the Washington Commanders twice. What's the key? None of those teams have better than sixty to one odds to get to Super Bowl fifty-seven. So New York could theoretically win 10 games without beating a single playoff team along the way. Add that to the fact that 20 of the last 22 years, there's been at least one team go from worst to first. I really believe the Giants can do it. Look, the Bears did it in 2018. Similar situation. Mitch Trubisky, Matt Nagy comes in, first-year coach. That team not only got won the division and beat Green Bay, they got to the playoffs. And they would have beaten Philadelphia had it not been for Cody Parkey's double doing field goal. Remember that? That's right. So, you know, before we poo-poo that, consider your, you know, your point about Brian Dable, what he did with Buffalo. The schedule lines up. The division is there for the taking. No one's repeated since 2004. So they're a team I'm watching. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results. 
tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I kind of like this Giants pick. Uh, I've talked about him a little bit. I'm a believer in Dable as well. I, I like that bet, 8-1 to one to win, at the, win the NFC East. Um, I'm not a believer in Dallas either. I am curious, do you think this is more about the offense? You know, losing Amari, the receiver's injured. Uh, questions about Zeke, or is this more of a defense got lucky with the turnovers last year? No way they duplicate that. Yeah, boy, you, you've done your research. Let's address all that because I got a lot to unpack here. So Dallas was 12 and 5 last season, but they actually only had two wins versus playoff teams. Yeah. And both of them were against Philadelphia, arguably the weakest team in the field. Meanwhile, the other playoff teams they played Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Raiders, and Arizona, they were only 2 and 4 versus those teams. Dallas's defense only ranked 18th last year in opponents' yards per play, and they lost Randy Gregory. That's a big loss. Plus, you just brought this up, they were number one, the Cowboys were number one last year, turnover differential. Now, that correlates to wins, but what goes up must come down. Dallas is not going to be able to keep that up this year. Week one, interestingly enough, Dallas is 
plus two and a half at home versus Tampa Bay. And Tom Brady is only eight and ten as road favorites against the spread week one. So that may be a look. But be that as it may, I'm down on Dallas. And I was down on Dallas up until three weeks ago, and then it even worse happened. On Monday, August 1st, their wide receiver, James Washington, he fractured his right foot. He's out probably 10 weeks. That's a huge loss. Why? That puts increased pressure on Dak Prescott. Defensive coordinators are now going to stack the box, put more pressure on Ezekiel Elliott, plus C.D. Lamb is going to draw double coverage, and I think he hurt his foot today in practice. That Mm. compounds the loss of Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, who's coming off an ACL. Plus, the Cowboys have a very shaky offensive line issue. And let me not forget, I have zero faith in Mike McCarthy. 17 penalties in week one. Now, I understand the players like him, right? He's one of these CEO-type coaches. He doesn't bug the players. He shows them respect. They just kind of watch around practice, looking like he's uh, in the mall parking lot, can't find his car, let the assistants do their job. And so it's not that the players don't like him, but it's a serious leadership situation. Look. Jimmy Johnson's first year in Dallas in 89, they were 1-15. But in preseason, one of their draft choices, a running back, fumbled the ball and they lost the game. Mm. He called the kid in after practice and said, son, I'm going to give you a chance to never lose a game for the Dallas Cowboys again and come. The rest of the team saw that. And he established, he established a culture early that Mike McCarthy has not been able to establish. And frankly, Jason, I can't get it out of my mind still, that final play last year with 13 seconds left on the clock, and they're trying to run and grab the ball and hand it to the referee. That was as big a cluster as you can get. That is emblematic of Mike McCarthy. So the defensive situations that you point out, the losses, uh, the statistics they'll have difficulty repeating, the injuries on offenses and the departures, Dallas's win total, once 10 and a half is now uh, down to 10, I think it's a big under. They go under that number. Yeah. So who do you like in the NFC? I mean, that leaves, I suppose, the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. You got the Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, their situation with the offensive line and the receivers, and then of course there's the Green Bay Packers who lost Devonte Adams. The sky's falling. I, I'm not sure I buy that, but who who do you like initially to come out of the NFC? Well, I'm glad you mentioned the Packers because I'm going to start there. Uh, and for what it's worth, when Aaron Rodgers in his career didn't have Devonte Adams on the field, he was seven and zero, nineteen touchdowns. That's right. And average 32 points a game. So I'm not nearly as concerned about that loss as people are portraying. Green Bay's win total is 11. I think they can, I, I think they can fall out of bed and go 12 and five, maybe even 13 and four. Matter of fact, you can get them plus 350 to have the best record in the NFL. They win the NFC North. They're minus 180, which gives them about a 66% chance. The Bears are not going to be any good. The Lions are rebuilding. And I do like Kevin McConnell, McConnell in, in Minnesota, but I don't think they're ready to make that leap. One of the things nobody's talking about, Jason, is Green Bay's defense is going to be very good this year. They drafted well, two studs out of Georgia. Rodgers coming off back-to-back MVPs, but no one's got faith in him this year for some reason. Only 2% of all the tickets for MVP are on Aaron Rodgers. Finally, Aaron Rodgers in his career, 56-21 and 21 against the NFC North, with over 125 touchdown passes. I like Green Bay to come through there, which means you're going to get at least one win game. Tampa Bay, I think, will be better than people realize, but they've got some unanswered questions. Nobody repeats. If Joukowsky Tart hadn't dropped an iron punt, the Rams wouldn't have even won last year. So yeah. the long and short of it is, I give the Rams the respect. They got it done. They're going to have the weight of the world on their shoulders. 
but I think it's the balance of power really is in the AFC because you've got a lot of really good teams, which brings me to one other quick point. You can currently also get the Baltimore Ravens at 2-1 to one to go from worst to first. Remember, they actually finished last in their division last year in the AFC North. We all forget that, but they were only two games back of first place. And the Ravens still had a good chance to win the division, if not for all the injuries. They lost their two top running backs before the season even started, both starting cornerbacks, and the list goes on. If healthy and they stay healthy, I'm a big believer in Baltimore's defense. And even after trading Hollywood Brown, I think they're the team probably to beat the AFC North. Yeah. So I keep an eye on them as well. I, I like the Ravens a lot. Bernie, it, it, it listening to you, um, it, it dawned upon me, like a lot of people out there, I myself am going to be headed to Vegas in a couple of weeks to lay a bunch of future bets. But there's a lot of people out there who are like, man – Bernie, I can't put a hundred bucks, five hundred bucks on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl and have that kind of money tied up for five, six months. What alternatives do you advise to to the the listener out there? Um, if they do think there's an edge with the Ravens, do you say then maybe go uh, Lamar Jackson, a, a, a prop bet? Do you go a coach of the year? Uh, um, either way, you're getting your money tied up, but. You know, alternatives, because you can't sink. A lot of people aren't available to sink a big chunk of money into futures bets. Although I think there is good value in a bunch of them, right? Oh, sure. You see, you bring up a good point. You have to get the the bet down before September 8th, and you're going to tap your money for four months. And there are, I'm not a prop bet guy, Jason. I, I, I simply am not. And there are a couple different types of prop bets, obviously. There are player props. Then there, of course, there are game props, and then there there are season props. And uh, you know, a couple things caught my eye. There's been an overreaction on Trey Lance on his rushing yards, and uh, his rushing yards are went from season 475 to jump to 625. What? First of all, ever bet a prop on anything, which I almost never do. I always bet the under because God forbid someone can always get injured. Anything can happen. Crazy, right? His preseason MVP odd went from 200 to 1 to 40 to 1. That's just lunacy to me. Listen, I like to show a small profit every week and manage it and treat it like a business. And I don't really want to tie my money up. If you like Baltimore to go from worst to first, you can always bet a mechanical parlay. Or you can always grab them on the money line every time they're a dog. Because you're going to have to win on the road. You're going to have to win as an underdog now and then to get there. So I prefer things of that nature versus what I would consider to be the traditional profits. And you bring up a good idea, a good point. Even, and even if you have the money and you're willing to, uh, and you, you don't, you know, you, you can part with it. Do you really want to tie your money for four or five months? I, I, I'm not, you know, that's not me. I, I don't do that. I'm, I'm much more discretionary that way. Yeah. I know that, you know, one of the real popular bets right now are NFL uh, Super Bowl future odds. There's been a ton of money coming on Buffalo. They're clear down to six to one. Tampa Bay still hanging tough at seven to one. They were actually twenty six to one before Brady came out of retirement. Uh, teams are losing faith in Kansas City. Who I think will be a real sleeper. I think they're going to be very good this year, ten to one. So they're all bunched up. They become Jason, what I call needle in a haystack bets. Yeah, the moon bets. They're hard. They're hard to hit. I, I don't, you know. It's one thing if it's Super Bowl Sunday and you got, you know, you bet the over and match that Stafford passing yards or whatever. That's a little different. One day affair. When you trap your money like that over a season, 
what, what the pros typically do will bet as many as 50 to 75 prop bets, and they allow the math to work for them. So some might be losers, but some will be winners, and at the end they show a profit. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
All right, Bernie, we can wrap up with week one before you give me some stone cold lock, mortal lock winners. I'm joking around, don't use that terminology. <laughs> I do want to point out teasers were profitable for me last year. Obviously, the key number you want to get through is seven and three, right? So if you want to take a six point teaser in week one, Bernie, tell me you don't love taking the Niners down from seven to one. Tell me you don't love wait there was another one here i saw a baltimore down from seven to one and then there was a third game that you oh the the colts down from eight to two you're telling now that is the colts are on the road the ravens are on the road and the 49ers are on the road it is opening week if you want to get if you're feeling frisky maybe you toss in denver also on the road so you got a four-team road six-point parlay and i know some people are gonna be just like oh jason you're crazy that's insane I'm just telling you, these are the quarterbacks you're likely betting against in that parlay. Drew Locke or Geno Smith. I don't think it really friggin' matters. Um, Davis Mills, uh, Joe Flacco, and <laughs> Justin Fields. Arguably the four worst quarterbacks in the league. I was trying to crowbar the Falcons in there, um, but but I, uh, I didn't for some reason because I don't see who they're playing. But I don't know. Bert Bernie. Four, Atlanta, oh, Atlanta's home against New Orleans. The Saints, yeah. Um, so, so shucks, I almost want to toss them in and make them the fifth road team. But um, go ahead, go fire away. Your uh, thoughts on that parlay? Couple things. If you're going to bet teasers, I only recommend betting two team teasers because even the even the cash you take it, you still need two outcomes, and that's not always easy. And we. You know, you can get burned a million ways, right? We've all, you know, I don't care if it's the ground ball through Buckner's leg. We just, it happens, okay? But there are three games that really jump out on me if you're a discretionary teaser player. And again, neatly tucked in there, uh, I'm going to give you credit. The key numbers in teasers are three, four, six, and seven. You want to be able to cross through all four. Perfect example, the world champion, Los Angeles Rams, at home, and it's in a standalone National TV game catching two and a half. Now they're under three. You tease that up to eight and a half, right? And then you got a divisional dog at home, the Minnesota Vikings mm. at home, plus two with Green Bay visiting. Tease that up to eight. That feels like you got a really, really solid investment. Wow. You could play with those two. The other one that just jumps at me, Indianapolis. Now, I don't like road favorites, period, but road favorites win. As a matter of fact, look, what people won't realize, if you can bet winners, you're going to be successful because 72% of the time the spread does not come into play, right? Wow. So if you're an eight-point favorite, as Indianapolis is at Houston week one, and they went 31 to 10, the spread never came into play. On the other hand, if you went out right as a dog, which dogs do about 30% of the time, then you win there. But I can't imagine Indianapolis going into Houston. You tease them down to two and a half. And if it goes to three, then it's not a play anymore. And if you're going to do a six-point teaser, you can also do a six-and-a-half-point teaser, but now you're paying heavier big. So if you tease Minnesota plus eight, pair that with the Rams plus eight and a half at home, or find a way to mix Indianapolis in there, those look like really, really solid investments to me. Now, Bernie, hold on. Let me jump in. Hold on. People are going to say, Bernie, you want to go in week one against Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen? Wow. 
You you don't think there's a potential for them to blow out the opponent? Now I know I know uh, Aaron Rodgers last year. I think they got waxed in Week One. What thirty nine to three or something crazy? Um, continue. Yeah, remember that? Everybody yeah. makes fun. Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, I guess put it in those terms that that kind of narrative <laughs> can cause you to scratch your head. But I, you know, again, football's played in three phases. The Rams are going to bring your offense or defense or special teams. Both teams are going to get their points week one, Buffalo and the Rams, the total 52, 52 and a half. That game to me feels like it's 37, 34 written all over it. Wait, wait, wait I'm sorry. Wait, 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 Bertie, hold on. Which game was that? Buffalo at the Rams week one. Okay. I, I, I also, the only other total I that jumped out, uh, Chiefs Cardinals, uh, that's 53, which is a big number, but the Cardinals secondary is garbage. Um, anyways, continue. Sorry. All right, and the other thing, too, that's a non-divisional game which works in favor of the over, and you've also got a situation where it's played indoors in perfect conditions. So, But I typically avoid totals the first couple weeks. Mm. You don't know how many flags are going to be. There's just a lot you don't know. But staying on the subject of teasers, do I think the Rams are in danger of losing that game by double digits? I don't. They're live to win, and I think it's a field goal game. So you get them up to eight and a half. And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, again, Green Bay is going to have a very good defense. The Vikings will have an above-average defense. You give them eight points at home. Kevin O'Connell, from what I'm hearing, is installing some pretty sexy stuff. I expect Justin Jefferson to have a monster year. I really yeah. I really think Minnesota. You know, last year, poor Mike Zimmer, he was cursed. How many games, Jason, did Minnesota have and they missed a field goal at the end or something? They were better <laughs> than their record last year. But the Pythagorean Theorem, Buffalo, or Minnesota was better than – than expected. Do I think they're ready to make the league win the division? No, but I think that's a rock fight in, in, in week one. Now, a team like the Raiders, now I want to point this out to everybody. You might say, wow, the Raiders getting three and a half at Kansas City, or check that at the Chargers week one. Why don't we tease that up to nine and eight? No, you're violating the rule. You've got to start <laughs> through three, four, six, and seven. You may say, well, let's look at the Raiders. They're getting nine and a half now. And all of a sudden, when they're down 28 to 10 in the fourth quarter, you're going to be pissed. Look, the Raiders made the playoffs last year, even though they were minus 65 in point differential. So don't make that mistake. I see people do this to say, wow, wait, wait a minute. Look at, look at Seattle. You can tease them up to plus 11 and a half. Russell Wilson's coming to town week one. It's Monday Night Football. They're going to be fired up. No, don't do that. You're not crossing through three, four, six, and seven. Allow the math to work for you. Otherwise, it defeats the purpose of the teaser. Uh, the last point, um, you know, it's funny. I, I have this in my notes. I have like a notes category on my phone where when I hear a stat or read it, I put it on my phone. The most common landing number in the NFL is three. But I heard last year because of two point conversions failed and converted. <coughs> Sorry. Six was the second most common ending number passing seven. Had you heard that? Is that I don't know if it's confirmed, but I have it yeah. in my notes. Yeah, I had heard. I have heard that. And there, we're studying, the people are studying this in Vegas. Given the advent of the two-point conversion and how often teams go for them, it's starting to change the math, but the database isn't big enough, the sample size isn't big enough to determine whether or not it's a significant adjustment, if you get my view. But you are not wrong. Yeah. Yes, that has been talked about. It's something you got to watch. That's definitely why, like, when you tease under three, Landing on two is okay. Landing on one is way better because, again, these two-point conversions, and you saw the Chargers. They went for so many last year. And just to put yeah. a button on everything, Bernie, because I listen closely to what you say, uh, I quickly have it in my notes as well. Vikings, most one-score games last year, 14. They went six and eight in one-score games, most in the league. 
And that typically will turn around. And yes. the Raiders were seven and two in one score games last year. And that typically reverses, you know, the next year. It's just like you great point you brought up about Dallas. Number one in forced turnovers, that typically changes the next year. Yeah. Uh all right, Bertie Frado uh radio show on Fox Sports Radio on weekends. He's posted up in Vegas. Bernie, hey, man, I love your stuff. We're probably going to have to bring you back a couple times during the season because you just got so much good information, so much actionable info. Thanks for your time, buddy. Always a pleasure. Great job with Colin this week. Thanks, man. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare thank you for traveling with amex platinum to your right you'll see oceanside relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property when booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 